from Relay FM. This is the Pen Addict. Happy Valentine's Day. This is episode 295. Today's show is brought to you by Squarespace, Pen Chalet, and Bombfell. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined by my Valentine, Mr. Brad Dowdy. Oh, uh, did you get my card? Nope. Uh, yeah, because I didn't send it. So hmm. that's how much I love you. Yeah, there is a card in the mail uh, from me to you, but it's not Valentine's card. <laughs> Does it contain cash? No, it doesn't. Mm. It doesn't. There is there is <laughs> okay. something on the way, something nice and special on the way for you. Nice. Oh, I bet I know what it is. We'll wait until we'll discuss this later. I have mm-hmm. a, I have a guess, and I think I'm right. So we need to hold that thought, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. 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 All right. Well, welcome to this Valentine's Day edition, where we will talk no more about Valentine's for the rest of the show, mm-hmm. um, because yeah, there's nothing to talk about. about. Fake hashtag fake holidays. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, Brad's taking a political stand now. We can't. We show. can't have. Yeah, we can't have Anna on this episode on the Valentine's Day episode. You know, because I mean that that's her job. I mean, she makes the makes the cards. You know, keeps the engine running, right? Yeah. So let's did. talk. Let's talk about something else Anna's involved in, which is the Panatic Live Relay Con 2018. Mike, we're heading to Canada. Can you believe it? I. I'm blown away. I think we made our stretch goal like on Thursday last week or something. And yeah, it was now, pretty like, early. The wheel just keeps on turning. We're, we're probably going to hit 24,000 today, which is incredible. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much to everyone. We're going to be going to Canada. Uh, I'm very excited about Toronto. Very excited about Toronto. I'm very excited at the opportunity we're going to have to blow the roof off of our Canadian friends. I think it's going to be epic. The support we've had just from the the uh, Canadian pin community and the listeners of this show and readers of the blog has been like off the charts. They've been ecstatic about this whole thing. They were thrilled that it happened. And we're going to have to, I don't know, we, we have a lot of figuring to do before we actually do it. We're not just going to, you know, show up at the pin show, say hi and record a uh, podcast in our room we're gonna have to do we're gonna have to do something pretty good mm-hmm. up there we don't know what we have no clue what that is at this point um but we'll start working on that you know here in the next few months and plan yep. things out and and lest we forget we'll be visiting new york too so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to figure out how to do this big do it right because of the support we got for this campaign has just been outstanding y'all are the best thank you so much for yep. uh for backing us, supporting us, and believing in what we do, that we uh, provide some fun and entertainment for you guys, and uh, we're happy to do it, and uh, just love every minute of it. Oh, without a doubt, like, just incredible support. Like, yep. we're blown away as always. You just continue to surprise us with the, the support that you give, and as Brad said, I underscore it. We're going to do our very best to make the rewards as as good as they possibly can be. Uh, but there's still time. There's still three weeks to go on the campaign. If you want to get in and, and back it, you can. There'll be links in the show notes. Um, the the rewards are going to be amazing. You won't want to miss them because these this is the only way you're going to get them. Right? The videos, the badges, right. the cases. Uh, if you want to get any of these rewards, you will want to sort it out within the next three weeks because they'll once they're gone, they're gone forever. Yeah, exactly. And there's not 
any magical stretch goal we're going to pull out of thin air for nope. the rest of the way. Nope. We're not um, going to... I mean, okay, so I just super wanted to say this. Like, and I know that a lot of people are like, they, they're like having fun with us and stuff and like saying, oh, come to Australia and like we want to do all that sort of stuff. Maybe one day, who knows? But I, I just want to say no matter what, we're not going to be adding another city this year um, anywhere. Yeah. Uh, so we're doing Atlanta. We're vis- just stopping off in New York and then going on to Toronto because of a lot of travel commitments that me and you have throughout this year. Um, we're not mm-hmm. unfortunately going to be able to add any locations, but I think we're both more than happy to say 2019, we're going to try and go somewhere new, like somewhere we haven't yes. been before. Um, and we're going to keep trying to make that a trend as the years go by. So there's going to be more opportunities for the pan addict to roll into your town, wherever that might be. Mm-hmm. Um, but for 2018, uh, the, the pan addict tour will consist mostly of Atlanta and Toronto with a brief stopover in New York City. Now, that doesn't mean we won't have more things to announce about this project. Yeah, you know, there we, might be some are... other little bits and bobs that like, we might be able to surprise you with. We're working on yes. some things, but they won't. It, this will all be localized around the places that we've already said we're going to visit. Correct. Exactly right. So, yeah, so this is great. We're glad to be able to do all these things. For you guys, um, and we look forward to to seeing everyone on the road once again. Um, pretty amazing, and we we kind of got a, a an amazing response on a podcast called the Backers Podcast, which is a Kickstarter <laughs> project. Yeah, um, which you can imagine, uh, you know, by the name, it's a very cool uh, premise. I hadn't listened to it before, but Chris, one of the co-hosts of the backers podcast sent this, sent me this link. He's like, Hey, we, I'm really excited about your project. And I backed it. And, um, we do this podcast about Kickstarter and we talked about you on there. I was like, Oh, cool. I'll go listen. Did you get a chance to listen to this, Mike? Yeah, I did. Yeah. What did you think? It was really fun. I was really, it was really amazing. Fun. It was super cool. So we'll have the link in the show notes to Chris's podcast called the backers podcast. He was really excited. It was fun because his podcast co-host doesn't know anything about pens or stationery. So listening to Chris explain <laughs> to him what exactly he was backing was fun um, and funny. And um, he might have even talked his co-host into to backing himself by the end of it. So it was a good listen. So thank you, Chris, for sharing that. Uh, I, got a, I got a good giggle out of that. It was very, very funny. Yep. We have a lot of podcast news. This week, actually, Mike, one of the newest podcasts in my listening feed is called the 1857 Podcast. So I've, there's three episodes have dropped now. I've listened to the first one and a half, but it is um, friends of the community. Stuart Lennon, who runs the pocketnotebooks.co.uk site in the UK, and he's also a knock customer, which I appreciate. Uh, I appreciate Stuart for that. And TJ Cosgrove is his hosting partner. And you may all know TJ Cosgrove from the Wooden Graphite YouTube channel, from his several appearances on the Erasable podcast, from his work in the community around pencils, some really, really cool stuff. So getting to listen to these guys talk. So, so far... I don't know totally how to describe the podcast. It's definitely analog based, but it's just these two guys having a conversation. And number one, it's a beautiful conversation because one's British and one's Irish. And I'm sorry to the rest of the world, but those are the best accents in the world. Mike, uh, you're, you're part of that. That's why I love talking to you so much, but I could listen to these guys talk all day. 
it was it's wonderful and they're just having a chat right it's a lot about life stuff business stuff school stuff you know how they use analogs things in their work you know so far i haven't listened to the the third episode but i'm about a uh, like i said about an episode and a half into the listening so far i was hoping to get all three done but it's been one of those weeks but y'all should check it out uh 1857.co.uk is the website we'll have it in the show notes uh mike you will you will enjoy it it's a good uh just have it on in the background podcast you know like we talk about specific things and bounce from you know topic to topic to topic and cover a lot of new products and things like that these are just two guys having a chat and sometimes it's about analog stuff it's very cool Oh, that's really nice. I like I like the name. It's very simple. Mm. So I'm being corrected. I'm being corrected in the chat room. Is uh is is Stuart Australian? No, I think we're wrong. I think Phil's messing with me. He's saying the best are Scottish and Australian, but I thought they were uh they live in uh England and Ireland. So but yeah, it's wonderful. You should definitely check it out. Now this next one, podcast news, Mike. <laughs> Caught us a little bit off guard. What late last week, Friday, Thursday, sometime last week, Monday. I don't even. I don't, my yeah. days are so confused right now. I have no clue. But we were mentioned on a podcast uh, called "Ask Me Another," put out by NPR, which is kind of a big deal, right? Like this was a this was like a whoa kind of moment, right? Um, I'm familiar with the show. Uh, I know mm-hmm. that it is a big show. I've heard of it before. I know it's a big deal, but like it's not something that I've ever really listened to that much. So like it didn't like it wasn't like a big effect for me personally. It's not like mm-hmm. oh I'm on one of my favorite shows, but I am like very familiar with how much of a big deal this show is. So it was mm-hmm. it put a big smile on my face. Yeah. So the Pen Attic podcast was part of basically a bit um a yeah joke, this is the a joke bit which was awesome <laughs> this is the uh, only I, thing though like I, <laughs> i'm kind of like I, I love that this stuff happens but this is mm-hmm. like the fourth time we've been involved in this exact <laughs> game before and it's i don't know it's getting a little bit old now like oh here are two podcasts guess which one exists the pan addict guffaw guffaw right like <laughs> What it mental floss, BuzzFeed, uh, and um, PBS well, like, have all played this yeah. game with us before. Yeah, yeah. I I approve. I approve of this message. You I know, don't, we don't take ourselves. I don't disapprove seriously. of it, but it's like, oh gosh, is yeah, there any other game we can play? <laughs> uh, which podcast is the most awesome, the Pen Addict or the Pen Addict? And exactly. Pen Addict. Why don't we play the most awesome uh, weird show <laughs> rather than like the How Does This Exist uh, thing? But, but yeah, the, it was uh, it was great. The, I mean, it was it was wonderful. It was hilarious. I mean, I I don't yeah. know the 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 name of the presenter, but like they were like, why is it not called Pen Pals? Which was kind of yeah, genius. It's a great name. Yeah, but she, there's a reason she was really she was really good. She did a good job explaining the show. Yep. You know, I I didn't write it all down, but it was a very super clear explanation to make it sound like is this a real thing or not, and. Um, you I'm, know, assume, the, I'm the, assuming it's uh, Ophira or Ophira Eisenberg, who's the host of Ask Me Another. She was the host. Yeah. She was the host. And I forget uh, the woman who answered the question actually got it right. She says it is real. Um, and so she was correct. She she believed in us, Mike. She had faith that there was a podcast about <laughs> pens where two friends have been talking about pens for five years. Like yeah. they made all those points. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, 
<laughs> and then I, I definitely giggled when she says, oh, they, why did, why is it not called pen pals? Like they missed a huge opportunity there. So that was funny. It's like, that so. is, that is a better name for the podcast. If the pen addict didn't already exist before, right? Like I will concede right. that point that pen pals the is a fantastic name. name, but there was a reason, mm-hmm. a good reason that we called it the pen yep. addict. But, the, <laughs> but pen, maybe if we have a spinoff, we can call it pen pals. There you go. But we had, uh, a ton of feedback on that and everyone yeah. was cracking up listening yeah, lo- to that. Lots of people, so. lots and lots of people sent that in. Because again, it's a, it's a very popular show and, and uh, I, I like, I am a big fan of Jonathan Colton and I know that he's like resident musician oh, sure. on the show. So that's why it's, that's why it's super cool for me. All right. So our show notes is a living document. We use Google yep. Docs and it's always being added, modified. We adjust on the fly during mm-hmm. the show. Mike is actually jamming all kinds of stuff in here that's just happening now as we're yep. recording. So what are you doing to me here? There's uh, been a new Field Notes release. It's not a uh, subscription release. It is a new standard product release. It's called the Signature. And it is a there's a two-pack and you can choose either a cream color or a gray color and it is the same format as the dime novel so it is the dime novel edition format so like the larger notebook with the stitch sewing and the spine um that Mm -hmm. has now become that format has now become a standard edition joining uh steno and front page in the standard memo book the planner and the pitch black large size so this has become a standard edition it's 15 14.95 for two pa- for a two pack and you can choose your color um and so yeah that's it and they and field notes are saying in their post that they did this because the response to dime novel was huge for them and so mm. i actually think this is a really great addition to the lineup because i also really love the dime novel format and i just should just note the colors the, the gray color is plain and the kind of creamy color is ruled lines on the on the notebook. And there's no grid or graph. No or grid. Dot grid. No grid. No, you know what, though? Uh, I'm going to say for this particular book, I think ruled and plain make the most sense. Honestly. Like, I, I, I think that that makes sense. Because you can get dot grid in the pitch black, which is a little bit bigger. But this one really does feel more like a kind of writing book and like sure. plain and plain and ruled makes sense for that i think of course dot grid forever but you know yeah and then you get uh a pack of these heartbeat two pack along with this uh if you place this order today if you place an order on valentine's day they're doing a special that you can only get as a freebie on valentine's day which is a red notebook it's called heartbeat and the o in notes is a heart so that's a that's little very special cool. just for today. So by the time most people listen to this, they won't be able to get their hands on the, <laughs> the heartbeat one. But yeah, I really I like. I really, not. really like the, uh, the, the 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 signature. I still have. Um, I think I still have an unopened pack of dime novels, so I'm not going to rush to grab these. Even though mm. the the limited edition heartbeat one is tempting me, I'm gonna I'm gonna not do it because I already have some field notes on the way. Right, the uh, MLBD ones. So like, I'm gonna mm. hold off. I'm gonna hold off and fight against my instincts um, but I think that the uh, the signature is a nice addition to the lineup I think the expansion of their standard lineup is always good So, and that was such a good book that was easily the best one that they did in the past year when I you know, look back at the year in field notes that was the clear standout the dime novel edition and it's cool to see it have its own format yep. uh, as part of the stock uh, offerings by field notes so very cool I love it and it's 
as somebody who has for a long time tried to convince them via this show to in, like to increase their lineup <laughs> i'm happy that they have done it quicker than they usually have like the the addition oh, yeah, of like the memo book and the pitch black there was like some time in between but like they have got this one out there before the next uh edition so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i think that's really great so i'm pleased to see that it's a nice addition of their to the yep. lineup all right, today's show is brought to you in part by our friends over at Bombfell, the online personal styling service dedicated to finding the right clothes for you. If you're a modern man, you might like to streamline the more stressful parts of your life, and with Bombfell, you can update your look with brand new items to help refresh your wardrobe. When you sign up, you'll be paired with your own stylist. They will hand-select items that they think are going to work for you. They have a little uh, questionnaire stuff that you go through so they can get an idea about what you like and what you don't like. They'll look through menswear collections around the world and find the stuff that you're going to look great in they'll send it all to you you only pay for what you keep and returns are free it is the smart way to shop and the more you keep the more you save with Bombfell's keep more save more pricing so let me break this down if you keep four or more of the items that they send you you get 20 percent off the order if you keep three you get 15 percent off keep two you get 10 percent off so the more you keep the more you save and Bombfell is completely flexible you can push up delay or skip shipments at any time now brad i believe that uh you have been through this process with Bombfell, and i want to know how great you look in the clothes they send you it this number one it was a really cool process so you take what amounts to an online quiz on your likes, dislikes, styles, you know, favorite types of clothes, types of fit, um, types of style that you want to have sorted out for you. And you end up with your own personal stylist and they email you back and forth. Like after I did the quiz, you know, I, I forget the, uh, the name of the person I was working with, but they would email me back and forth and say, okay, I got this. I got your questions. I'm going to start working on it. And then I will send you, you know, a list of stuff and that we're going to ship you. And then we can talk about it. Like if you want to change anything, anything like that. So the items that they picked out for me, it was a three piece order. So it was pants, t-shirt and shirt. And just from like the quiz was in depth enough that they nailed everything. It was very I think I remember last time talking about it. I just giggled when I got the thing, got the email saying, here's what we're sending you. And I just died laughing because it was so perfect, right? It was like this plaid <laughs> plaid shirt and a cool t-shirt and a nice pair of khaki jeans. And I saw these uh, pants I got, Mike, from them are the best pants I own. <laughs> They're Hells so yeah. cool. They're so nice. They're, there's like, I'm going to have to hunt more of these down when I want some more because it's not something I would have ever bought for myself. Um, you know, because I don't really shop like all kinds of different brands like they have access to. So they were able to look at my likes, look at my body information, right? They take into account like your size and your shape and find things that work for you. And I have to say Bombfell completely nailed it. I was ecstatic with the clothes that I got and um, they they went so far as finding me the most perfect pair of pants I own. So it's kind of cool. There you go. We have a great deal 
for Pen Addict listeners so you can feel as good as Brad. You get $25 off your first purchase by going to bombfell.com slash penaddict. That is B-O-M-B-F-E-L-L dot com slash penaddict. Signing up is easy. You tell them your measurements and the kind of clothes you like in a questionnaire. You get an email from your stylist with their selections. You have 48 hours to make any changes or cancel everything altogether. And then once everything arrives, you have seven days before any payment is made so you can send back what you don't want. And Bombfell also has the option to sign up on behalf of somebody in your life if you want to do that. It's time to upgrade your wardrobe and feel great in the clothes you wear. Go to bombfell.com slash penaddict for $25 off your first purchase. Bombfell, open and clothes. We thank Bombfell for their support of this show. All right, buddy, let's get back into this. So we had some great <laughs> feedback from Benny, um, who sent into us two articles that are completely in German uh, about the Kaveco Apple Pencil sleeve situation. And he basically broke it down for us to explain what is going on. Uh, basically, Kaveco is making this product. It is a real product, and it will be available soon. That's as much information as they've given. As they've given. There are more pictures of it. Um, in this, in these articles, these two articles that you'll be able to spot them very easily in the show notes because the titles of them are all in German. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, there's more pictures in there so you can see what's going on. It's very interesting looking. Uh, I am actually super excited about this, and will be keeping my eye out for it. Be- and also, I expect this would be one of those situations where I'll be able to write some dumb review for someone because I'm the only, literally the only person in the world that anybody knows about that will care about this kind of thing, right? Because <laughs> like, it's it's like when the Apple Pencil first came out, like it was the marrying of my two worlds. Right. And I'm the dumb person that'll publish it because that's where you publish your yeah. Apple Pencil review, right? So yeah. we'll be dumb together nice and do something cool. So mm-hmm. like... I, I look forward to it. I will get one of these for sure. Yeah, as soon as um, I see they're available, I will have at least one of them on the way to me. Yeah, Kaveco turns things around pretty quick. Like, I imagine this is not a far-off product. This is, I don't think they're they're displaying for the holiday 2018. You know, like, you get a lot of these trade show type things. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, this is, I'm, I'm totally speculation on my part, but I think this is going to be a quick turnaround. I bet we'll see it in the next couple months. I bet we'll see it in the spring. So, these two articles are awesome. I have not seen either one of these. We, Like you said, we'll have the links in the show notes. The Quran Ash colored pencil display in the second link that you sent Sick. is amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm dying just looking at this. It's like, I want this in my house. Yeah, it's like, so good. I need, I need a wall of my house to be this display. So, Caroline Weaver from I was CW just Pencils. Say- she was there because I was seeing her on her Instagram stories. Yep, in this she was there at Paper World. So maybe maybe that's uh maybe that's somewhere we need to go. You know, one of these years, uh, Paper World. Although it's it's a little bit early in the year, but uh, that would be kind of cool. This looks like a a really awesome show. There's all kind. They, I'm just mind boggled scrolling through these two posts. So take some time to go through our show notes. Um, when you when you hear this, and you'll you will really enjoy both of these articles. So uh, I'm going to save them for for later reading. This next one I save for later reading, Mike, because I got it about a month ago, and I got this email saying, "Hey, look what Uniball is doing with the Jetstream. They're making a Parker style refill for the Jetstream." And I was like, "What?" And the link I was sent was to a Flash page, and I don't install Flash on my devices so Ooh, to flash well chrome is yeah. great though because it will work in chrome 
Yeah, so I tried. I I didn't I didn't couldn't get it to pull up without plugins and whatever. So Ugh. I was like, well, I'll just wait and like we'll talk about it when I spend the time to go find this link and and you know get something that I can actually share with other people. And then Matthias from Blystiff sent me over a link this weekend saying, hey, did you see this? And it was the actual press release page of the Uniball Jetstream Parker-style refill on a non-Flash page. So now we can talk about it and share it with everyone. But this is a crazy idea for Uniball. I'm still trying to wrap my head around the why, but... I totally approve of it existing, right? Like now there's more options for Jetstream refills in other pens that don't have good Parker refill options, right? So what do you think about this? It looks like a professional version. Right? Like Yeah. The, the, you know what I mean? Like the the images make it kind of just look more yes. like an executive pen, like a business pen. Um mm-hmm. And, you know, my feeling on that sort of stuff, like, I always agree when a company wants to do something like this because I think it's smart mm-hmm. business to, to do yeah. that. Like, you want to get into the office supply world if you're a company mm-hmm. like Jetstream. And a great way to do that is to create a pen which isn't expensive but looks more expensive than it really is because that's what people buy. Right. So I don't really care for the pen barrel itself. No, I th- I would never buy it. I don't like it. I mean, I don't really like the jet like the Jetstream that much anyway. But that right. the body does nothing for me. But it's mm-hmm. it's businessy. Yeah, I'm still just kind of surprised. Like for a company that makes their own refills and their own proprietary refills and refills that don't fit anyone else's pens, to make a kind of worldwide generic refill is. Like I'm I'm just trying to wrap my head around what their thought process was behind this. Like I'm all for it, but I'm like, why did they do that? Do they want to just sell refills? I right. Mean, well, you're potentially leaving money on the table. Right? Like if there is a growing world of Kickstarter pens and stuff mm-hmm. like that, right? And they're using refills which are specific. If you create something that's a little bit more generic that can be used more widely people will buy it like they yeah, need to make yeah. the refills anyway because they have to put them in their products you may as well sell them wholesale as well to other companies that want to want to throw them in there and then the Jetstream yeah. name and brand because it's all branded Jetstream all over the side gets out mm. wider like it is a strange move i don't know if it's going to be successful for them but yeah i can see i can see a potential reason for why they may have done this mm-hmm. yeah like i'm all for it and I'm just I'm just confused by it. Like, are we going to get a? I hope they make a Schmidt style refill for the the P eighty one twenty six with a gel with a Signo gel P eighty one twenty six refill in smaller tip sizes. I mean, if they make that, I may never leave the house again. I mean, that would <laughs> that would that would end my life, <laughs> right? If someone uh, made a good know. gel, would, me and you would super fight about that. Right, like that you're replacing <laughs> the P8126 for a jet stream? Boo. Yeah, yeah. So no, no, I want the Signo gel. It's oh, like Oh, but still. It's not it's yeah. not it's not, not, not the, it's not the top top doggy P8126. But the most exciting right. thing on this page is where it says 0.5 millimeters. That's uh <laughs> for a jet stream, that's like a 0.3 gel. Oh. And man, point, 0.5 millimeter jet stream is crazy fine. Like 
I would recommend the 0.7 millimeter jet stream. It's like a 0.5 millimeter gel ink line. But uh, I am crazy excited about this. I'm just still trying to wrap my head about around its existence and the viability of the product. But man, if they if they make a push into just refill generic standard refill shapes with their ink, it's game over. Like for for refills, I mean, it's not gonna you know, markedly improve their bottom line. There's only X amount of refills you can sell. But for someone like me who likes to play around with this kind of stuff, that's all the refill I'll ever need if they make, you know, just a couple more styles. So I'll be interested to see if they do more. You know, maybe this shape is just not, you know, copyrightable, patentable or something, you know, like where maybe the Schmidt refill is. Maybe you can or can't do that. It's never stopped Monteverdi from making whatever they want. So we'll see. This is a whole new ball game, and I'm very curious about how it's going to proceed from here. So speaking of the Retro 51 mic, yeah. the Chicago Tornado mic, what do you think? This is the Anderson Pens exclusive. It kind of fits in with their heading to Chicago, opening their new store. I can't imagine a more perfect, perfectly aligned pin than this. It's got the Chicago flag on it. It's got the Chicago skyline on it. If you're a Chicagoan, uh, this looks like a no-brainer to me. What do you think? It's a really, really nice-looking pen, and I like what it's about. Like, I yep. mean, th- th- this one doesn't necessarily float my boat so much because it's super Chicago-focused, right? Like, in a mm-hmm. way that... Mm-hmm. I think is mostly intended for people that super love Chicago. I love Chicago; it's a great place. Yeah. But I've only been there one time, right? Like I don't even mm-hmm. know what the buildings are. <laughs> that it's that I don't I don't can't tell them. I can't work them out from looking at it. But what I will say is, uh, I think that this is a fantastic pairing of two of my favorite companies, especially because I always buy Retro Fifty Ones from Anderson Pens. What's probably going to happen is I, this will be one that I will pick up from Lisa at the pen show. That's probably what's yeah. going to happen to me here. Yeah, so it's not coming till April. So yep. maybe they'll have them for Atlanta. And if you see it there, yeah, you're going to end up with it. Yeah, know, I like sure. this. I like this. And, you know, again, the the, the Anderson's uh, Pen store opening up is something to be celebrated. So this is a great way to do that. Yep. Yep. All right, you got mail. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about this last week to see what would arrive before this week's show so what do you have for us today these are these are things i really want to talk about and hear what you say so i got um after we you mentioned it a couple of weeks ago i bought the you spoke design model four pencil Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, which is the mechanical pencil what is it made like what is it built on uh it's an aluminum barrel steel grip section but it's built upon a specific pencil isn't it a pentel Oh, the, the Pentel P series, the 203, yeah. 5, 7, and 9. Yeah, the Pentel P205. So I bought this for two, for two reasons. Uh, I really liked the um, I really liked the overall design of the, 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 the pencil, right? Like I thought it looked mm-hmm. really nice, kind of just like the overall industrial design. And I also really like the fact that it comes in a stand, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. I think that those two things are super cool. Um, and... I'm mostly happy with with the product. I think it looks really great. Um, I love mm-hmm. the overall look of it. Uh, and the stand itself is like a cool thing. But the stand isn't exactly what I want because it moves around. Yeah, like, yeah. I want the stand it's light. to stay it's, still. It's lightweight. 
So they're like, there are two ways to fix this, and like mm-hmm. the decisions for, for neither of those, either to make it heavy or to put some of that like, I don't know what it's called, but that like incredibly st- sticky rear re-sticky stuff that like Studio Neat use on their products like on their docks mm-hmm. what is it like right. that that micro something something yeah I don't know the name of it but I think uh, Pinwell uses it as well yeah like the micro suction thing so like mm-hmm. you, you stick it down and it doesn't come off because every time I pick up the pencil it moves and like yeah so it's that, that's counter to what I want it to do it's a Delrin so it's like a light plastic um, holder so but you know it's like a freebie in the in the whole grand scheme of things, but yeah, it, it is lightweight. Yeah, I, I don't really use it. So I see what you mean about like the freebie, but that this is the reason I bought it. Do you, you know, like, mm-hmm. so said, you know, sure. I, I, so I would, I would have thrown in a few more dollars to get an addition of it in some way. Like, where, even if, gotcha. even if honestly, it just came with a one-time sticky pad, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like that would work better for for what I wanted. Um, yeah. Also, the. It's longer than I would like. It's it's a pretty big pencil. Um, mm-hmm. Like in my hand, it's it's a bit bigger than I would want. And this is because there's so much going on. You've got like a really long, um, like point at the end, and then where the pencil leg comes out is quite long, and then the grip section is quite long, and then there's a lot mm-hmm. of the body as well. So it's it's yep. pretty long too. Um, but I'm getting used to it by just adjusting my grip differently Mm -hmm. like not gripping it right at the very bottom kind of gripping it more in like the middle of the grip section is working quite nicely uh but yeah i really like it this is 100 percent going to stay on my desk i mean it's why i I want like a little just like a pencil that's just there um it's there it just can stay there it looks really nice it's got a nice industrial design i got like the black and silver so it just it looks Mm. really classy uh yeah and i'm very i am overall i really like it but there are that i would really love to see some some additions or options for the stand yeah well that makes sense so brian who created the spoke pencil him and i have been talking in the background a bunch um you know scheming and and maybe working on some things but Mm. i learned that he also has a magnet company and i'm gonna do something a little cool for next week's giveaway um a little bit different so it's related to to brian's work with his magnet magnet so stay tuned next tuesday for uh, I mean, something he could just make a magnetic base and then i'll put a magnet yeah. underneath my desk and then that would solve the problem <laughs> would be super wicked cool. yeah. yeah yeah so that's what i was thinking so yeah it's uh it's cool this is one of my favorite products i love this pencil it is very nice from a company um, that i've never heard of like before yeah. now the overall design and finish of the product like the pencil itself is is excellent it's very very nicely made um but yeah if for version 5 model 5 i would love to see Mm -hmm. some enhancements to the stand or at least just some options like i i would i know not everybody would but i would totally pay more um so yeah 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 very cool very cool that but that's not all that's my curly's mail this week i have been tracking this thing across its journey to me (laughs) <laughs> and I've been so excited, and it arrived today. It is the Sailor 1911 Royal Tangerine Fountain Pen. Mm-hmm. Words cannot describe this color. It is like maybe the closest that I could describe it to would be uh, <laughs> a tangerine or orange colored jelly bean from the uh-huh. Jelly Belly Company. It is, <laughs> this, it is like a. This is one of those, it's exactly what we thought. This is one of those pens that you can't photograph. Because yeah. it cannot show the vibrancy of the color. 
it's wonderful, Brad. It's wonderful. Mm. I love the color of this pen so much. It is like one of the most interesting looking orange pens that I have. Like there is an almost neon like vibrancy to it that mm-hmm. I love. I absolutely love. And yeah, I bought the standard version, standard size. Um, yes. So it is small. It's a little smaller than I would thought, but it's the right mm-hmm. size. I, I wouldn't want bigger than this. Um, I'm trying to like think, like I'm looking at this against like my pro gears or whatever. And I would mm-hmm. say that like in length, it's about as long as a regular pro gear. Like it's slimmer, mm-hmm. but I, I wouldn't have wanted it to be bigger than a pro gear, right? That's kind of one of the things right. that I don't like so much about the 1911 line in general is that like, especially with the cap on, they're very long pens um, because they have like the tapered end to them and stuff too. So um, I feel like I made the right decision uh, of the 1911, and the reason that it is smaller than I think it, that I thought it was going to be is because I typically see the larger version. Um, so I'm right. happy with my decision. Uh, it has yeah, I got a zoom nib on this one, which is just weird and wonderful. So <laughs> this is like a quick refresh. I'll see if I can explain this. The zoom nib is done in such a way that you can hold you can hold the pen upside down and write with it and get a super fine line, or you can hold it in a regular way and get a fat line, or hold it to the side and get an even fatter line. Is that a good way of describing it? Yeah, generally, it's designed for the angle of your writing. So yep. if you have a a low angle, you know, if you hold the pen more parallel to the desk, you're going to get a wider line. And if you hold it more vertical to the desk, uh, more horizontal to the desk, you'll get a finer line. But it's such a large nib, you can do all kinds of things, like like you said, with it writing upside down, writing some really wide sideways lines. So it's made for line variance that goes from wide to wider. And if you're a weirdo like me, you get just random, like completely random thickness of line, which is a lot of yeah. fun. Like every time I'm using nib. it, I don't know what's going to happen next. Um, so yeah, and I wanted it because, uh, you know, this is now my fourth sailor pen. Uh, mm-hmm. And I have different nibs on all of them, I think, now at this point. Oh, and cool. I like that because I don't just want the same nibs all the time, uh, uh, you know. I want there to be some some difference to it other than just design. And I will say at this point, Brad, like it is undeniable now that Sailor is my favorite pen brand, like overall. Yeah. I I am in serious love with Sailor. Like it <laughs> is it is almost offensive right now how much I love this pen brand. Like I want to buy all of them. And I don't know why I don't know I exactly know. why this has happened. Right, because I've had a pro gear for like three years, that, and I've used mm-hmm. it all the time during that period. Right, like I have constantly used my orange pro gear, which I bought at the first Atlanta show. I've mm-hmm. used it, you know, multiple times a week, every single week since I bought it. But I feel it, a switch has kind of flicked in my brain, and now I just want to buy them. And like, I will end this year with a king of pen. Like that's what I that's where I want to go now. Like, I am more excited about buying a King of Pen than I am about buying a Nakaya. Like I've and and I feel more drawn to that than I think I have ever felt drawn to a pen of that um, value before. I like the way you talk, which is really weird, though. I think because 
<laughs> genuinely, because well, the, the Nakaya is an incredible writing experience with unbelievable right. design and so much like mystique around it. Mm-hmm. But for some, but that I know I shouldn't, but like there is a part of me that like because of all of that, it's like this whole big thing that is mm-hmm. you know it's like you now have this precious piece of material that you must fawn over and look after forever is kind of how <laughs> i feel about it in my brain but the, sure, the, the king of pen it's just a bigger pro gear and i already have those the, mm-hmm. like but but at the same time like i got like i said this i think two weeks ago i got chills when i used the king of pen because right. it is just this unbelievable experience so I'm, that is my that is my purchase probably at Atlanta. So if anyone out there is listening who stocks <laughs> these things, keep an eye out for me because I'm taking one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm 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 super excited about solar pens right now because I just think that. And again, this is not anything new for the money that these pens are. No one comes close. Like in my opinion, like the price of a pro gear, like a two hundred dollar pro gear. That that is is crazy, right? The the quality right. of that pen, like a two hundred dollar Pro Gear, is like about as good as you can get, and it's two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So listening to you talk about Sailor is the journey that a lot of us go on, where you get more experienced, you figure out what you like, you get yep. the opportunity to try more things, you end up putting you know, things up against each other comparison-wise between things you own and things you might purchase and you relate it back to the things that you like a lot and you've hit that refinement point where you know what you want now and that's what you're going to go after. You know, you're past... Not that you would never, ever experiment again, but you're kind of past the experimental try-all-the-things stage. Oh, I am. And now like, you, it's why you're getting I started into that buying refinement. so much, like so many and will and still want to like focus on like the design of the acrylic pens you know like in the small mm-hmm. small makers because yep. it was more about owning these honestly what i consider to just be beautiful pieces of art right like the cafe right. like, sorry the the canaleas and the uh, jonathan brooks pens and like the twist pen that i own honestly to me they're like my art collection it's kind of how right. i look at them there are just these beautiful things that honestly just sit on my desk so i can look at them a lot of the time because I just right. love to. Um, but now, like, I have found my writing brand. Like, my mm-hmm. my brand where, like, I, it doesn't matter what I buy, I know I'm going to get this top-tier, unparalleled writing experience for me. Right. And that's Sailor. Yep. And as well, they have love it. wicked cool designs, right? Like, <laughs> so. And they, they never stop. Yeah, what was you tweeted one that looked bonkers <laughs> a, very a couple Valentine's, of days ago. Yeah, it was a Valentine's Day looking one. It was kind of like cream and ivory and pink, and it was pretty rad. I liked it. <laughs> they never stop. Yeah, it's like there it is. I really liked it, except for the fact that it had like the name of the pen stamped on the side. Mm-hmm. I kind of they've didn't done that like for that. a couple. I've seen a few of those like that. They did. Uh, they did a bung box. Uh, one of the sunshine. They did a Riallo. That was pure yellow, and it had it stamped on the side. And I, I can't remember the exact name of it, but it's this a beautiful. Is the pen, Sailor yeah, Strawberry that. Milk, which I I really yeah. love the colors, but I the the name is like huge. It's like across <laughs> the entire side of one like one side of the barrel. It's a, it's a little much for me. 
but it's yeah, a great looking, it's awesome. great looking pen. It is awesome. Yeah, the Soleil. That's the word. The word I was okay. trying to think of a few years ago. They did a uh, special for Bung Box, and it's called the Soleil, and it was on the stamped on the barrel. So it was very cool. So I know I'm gonna, like so many people were talking to me about this at Atlanta last year, and I was chickening out about like using those uh, in Japanese intermediary companies to help you buy mm-hmm. some of the special editions sure. and stuff. I know I'm gonna white end up rabbit. doing that soon. Yeah, white rabbit, that's the one. I know I'm gonna end mm-hmm. up doing that soon because there are these <laughs> there are these editions, right? And like I want them mm-hmm. like that. If I wouldn't have got the Bung Box fifth anniversary pen, I still would have been so sad, and I have it now, and I can't. Like I'm still every now and then I like see if I can try and find a pink love again. Anybody out there that mm-hmm. wants to unload one of those, like you know, you're gonna get a good price out of me. Like let's talk. The sale of pink yeah. love, the bung box pink. No one's gonna sell me one of these. Uh, uh-huh. But if anybody does want to, I can, you can <laughs> hook me up. Get a good price. Well, it sounds it sounds to me like you need a sailor specific website for your collection mike (laughs) it's moving me along he's moving me along today's show is brought to you by squarespace use the offer code inc at checkout and you'll get 10 percent of your first purchase make your next move with squarespace with the ability to grab a unique domain name take advantage of 24 7 customer support which is award-winning as well as their award-winning templates and more squarespace lets you easily create the website that you want for your next idea that is why you can make your next move with them Because no matter what type of idea you have, no matter what type of website you want to do, whether you want to create a portfolio of your artwork, an online store to sell your wares, or a blog, or you know some kind of tribute site to Sailor Pen Company, (laughs) Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that will let you do it. There's nothing to worry about with Squarespace. You don't have to install anything, patch anything, upgrade anything. They do all that stuff for you. Don't get bogged down in having to worry about security updates for your website when you just want to go there and publish the stuff that you're making. They are, Squarespace plans start at just $12 a month, but you can sign up for a trial with no credit card required just by going to squarespace.com. Then when you sign up, use the offer code INC at checkout. You'll get 10% of your first purchase and show your support for this show. Our thanks to Squarespace. Make your next move. Make your next website. And we always talk about, because we're getting ready to talk about the LA Pin Show, all these Pin Show um, owners need to update their sites to Squarespace. It just makes just, such a better site. I know. Like, just do it. Please. And two things. One, get Squarespace websites. Two, actually put information on them. <laughs> like, that, That's overrated. That, you'd be surprised. Like, Just having basic information on your website for people coming to your events is a good thing to have. Like, That is something Shocking. that people tend to want. Turns out. Turns out. Boy, oh well, boy. turn... Turns out I'm I'm leaving for L.A. on Friday morning, so I'll be there Friday afternoon pin show time to L.A., so that'll be my weekend activities. Um, it's looking like it's going to be an interesting show, maybe not D.C.-level interesting, I hope not, but there's lots of things floating around the internet that the construction's not done for the hotel, the location. Oh, yeah is back to the old location maybe not into the new location the bar and restaurant is in a tent in the parking lot uh it's gonna be gosh it's gonna be an interesting event (laughs) i feel (laughs) wow so i think i'm thinking uh dc was bad huh this is like a whole next level situation so i'm trying not to be like debbie downer about the whole thing but i'm just a little bit nervous because i'm working 
the event for Vaness Pens. You know, I'm not just attending. Like, I'm wondering what the headache is going to be for vendors at this show and, you know, what the ramifications are going to be. So, you know, I, you know, well, we always make the best out of it. We always do. But, you know, you'd like to have a drama free stress-free weekend and that doesn't look like it's going to be the case it looked like there we might run into some roadblocks but we'll we'll hope for the best and uh and deal with whatever comes our way but i will be there it'll be awesome i'll be working for vanessa like i said and you know this is my first show of the year i look forward to seeing all the people which uh la always has a great crowd they have a great local local people, great people that travel from into the show. So it's, it's going to be fun. And, um, you know, knowing us pen addicts, like we do, well, we can make any show fun, no matter the drama that goes on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if not, Mike, <laughs> if not, we're going to stab someone in the neck with a trident nib. Let's not, let's not say that though. You know, like, <laughs> I know, I know that what you're trying to do right now is create a nice transition, which I appreciate, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. segue from topic to topic. But I think that just legally, uh, it's probably mm. a good idea to not say stuff like that because if somebody mm. did have an accident with a nib, <laughs> now they're going to look at you. And I don't want that. I need a co-host. I don't want you to be locked up in jail. In, a, in LA jail, in the parking lot of the hotel. That's true. That's true. They'll just throw me in the parking lot. The jail's not ready either. So no. y'all see me. I'll be in the, the jail slash bar if you need me uh, in LA. Well, you know, we, we love Atlanta because it has a Waffle House in the parking lot. So, you know, why not put right. the bar there? Right. <laughs> Right, right, right. So we're we're laughing about the uh, the trident nib because Mike asked me last week. He says I want to know about this trident nib that I'm seeing online, and that's uh, that's the collaboration from Ralph Reyes, who's reaching Ralph online. You you know him from the internet. He is on the BYOB podcast, pen podcast. He is the guy at the pen shows that's in the lobby at 3 a.m. when you're sleepwalking, and he's he's still going strong. So that's Ralph. And uh, he's an awesome, awesome guy. I met him in Chicago for the first time last year when he was just getting into this. And now he's gone knee deep into like these customized nibs that he's actually putting together with Frontier Penco. Um, It's a, what's the best way to describe this? It's a stacked nib, if you will. It's basically three nibs welded to each other to form like really large wide lines with a fountain pen so he launched them in at the philadelphia pen show last year pierre from desiderata penco made barrels for these nibs to fit in and they're just these it's a very artistic type of nib right like it's not something i would use because I write small and I don't do like large projects or large lettering or write letters with lots of flair, but this is like designed for that. It's like the fountain pen version of a folded nib, if you will. Right. Okay. So So, it just dumps out like a ton of ink. Yep. Right. Yep. And this is, it's a take on a traditional sailor nib. Uh, I think the King Eagle is the one where it's a stacked nib right where the tipping of the nib is essentially three layers of nibs kind of all stuck together so is ralph making these himself 
So I don't know all the details. I know he's doing a lot of the, this himself, a okay. lot of the manufacturing part himself. Are wild. Like looking through yeah. his Instagram, there are some of them yeah. that are just like, how is this even staying together? Yeah. And it's actually, I haven't talked to him. I need to talk to him directly about like what he's doing because there's also regalia writing labs, which he's putting on, uh, on the Instagram, but there's no real great way to get it. There's a flex nib on there, which we'll have linked in the show notes. The flex nib looks awesome, but he did like 10 of them. Right. So, you know, it looks like really cool. That's something, you know, I want to, you know, learn more about. So follow Ralph on Instagram and that's the best way to to see what he's doing. Um, you know, he's not drinking ink anymore. He's welding nibs. So this is uh this is his his latest adventure. So I'll see him soon at a pin show. Hopefully, I don't know exactly where he's gonna where he's gonna be next. Um, so he's uh, he's an awesome dude. So I, I look forward to seeing what he's doing here because it's super interesting. So we go from something good to something <laughs> a little bit disappointing. They, they were, it was rumored, and we was we were concerned, and the rumors have come true. The 2018 Lamy Safari is an all black matte black. That's what they did. This is this is crap. It's like it's like Lamy are just trying to give the uh, team AL Star a win here. Oh, it's a lock. Yeah. And they've done it. I mean, maybe they just feel bad for the AL star because it's, you know, <laughs> it's, it's had a they bad, had bad the, shot for so long. the competition. Yeah. yeah. So they just they just figured, you know, we we also, you know, they, they make the AL star. They must love the AL star. So they decided to just make a really cool, vibrant pink AL star and kind of just like screw the pooch a little bit on the Lamy Safari. I would say like, okay, so like, as a design for the Lamy Safari, an all black with a black nib is nice. Like, that is a cool design. It doesn't really feel like special edition, right? When Because well, they've already done it. Exactly. And also because the AL Star one is so freaking cool, right? Like, if they if they did like an all white AL Star and an all black Safari, it's like, okay, like, well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. But you got like this vibrant pink one and you're stacking it up against just a matte black one and it's not exciting. I'm sitting here behind the microphone with my arms crossed pouting. This is makes me so mad. I would rather have their 10th shade of green than this all black mm. pen that I already own. I already own this pen. It was called Charcoal a few years ago when they did matte black, black nib, black clip. I, I have this pen. What are they going to do for the ink? black they're just gonna yeah. repackage I mean, the black like they did with that blue yeah. last year super black mm-hmm. maybe they'll get that guy that has the the vanta black contract well i was just gonna say if they found a way to make a vanta black lomi safari now that would be a whole different situation like when i put my pen down i can't find it anymore <laughs> uh, only one person's allowed to use vanta black like mm-hmm. get straight so mm-hmm. i am legitimately upset at this like it makes me mad the problem is from it's just me being selfish right i want more they're gonna sell a crap ton of these right they just are because you know they're lamy they're easily accessible it's a very cool looking pen it's just not special this is not a special edition um you know they've done black glossy 
as part of their regular lineup with Chrome. They've done essentially, I wonder if this is just the charcoal black one that they did and they're just redoing it. And I don't know, maybe they'll call the ink charcoal or something. I don't know. I, I'm really down about this decision. And not just because it gives the, the AL star the win, because the AL star is awesome. The pink is amazing. But this is just a letdown for me. As someone who usually buys this every year, this is a massive letdown. I'm I'm not going to be buying it. There's no, I mean, there's no point. No, there isn't really. It's and it, I'm a Safari yeah. fan. Obviously, I like I love Lamy Safaris. Yeah, like I've probably I don't know how many I have. Probably not ten, but I bet I've got seven or eight. You know, I have a bunch of special editions. I enjoy writing with them. I enjoy the colors. They're fun. Um, you know, this is going to sell well. I I mean, there's no doubt in my mind it's going to sell well. It's not going to sell as good as the the pink. AL star though that thing is awesome so whatever yeah. I'm I'm disappointed let me make you happy all right let me, make let me, me tell you about Penn Chalet Penn Chalet have you. all the stuff you want you know when I was talking about my uh my wonderful 1911 I got it from Penn Chalet mm-hmm. because they're an authorized dealer of all the stuff they get these things I was able to pre-order it right like they get it they get these pens in quick from Sailor as well as Caveco Monteverde Pelican Lamy Pilot Namiki so many more so many brands adding all the time and they shipped it to me super quick it was like here within like a week and it was fairly priced I'm super happy about that if I was in the United States of America I would have got free shipping on this order because mm-hmm. it was over $50 but being outside of the U.S., I love the Pen Chalet shipping. They ship quickly and they ship for a good price. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee on their pens. They don't just sell Sailor Fountain pens. They don't just sell Fountain pens. They sell all types of pens. They have all types of accessories. They do inks. They do carrying cases. They do converters. Everything you're going to need. So if you want to buy something new for yourself, you should always go to Pen Chalet first. And there's a good reason for that. Because if you go to penchalet.com, that's P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com, and click the podcast link at the top of the website and use the password PENADDICT, you will get yourself the code that you need to save 10% on anything at Pen Chalet at any time and also access to a special offer. This week's special offer features a couple of different products. We have some great prices on some story supply notebooks. We're a big fan of those. We love Story Supply. So they're great yeah. notebooks, especially for fountain pens. They're great pocket Great notebooks. prices. Excellent prices. And a selection of, I don't know if this is 3952 or mm-hmm. 3952 or yeah. 395 I'm assuming it's 3952. <laughs> it's a brand. That's what I go with. They make a bunch of really cool looking fountain pens. And there's a selection of 3952 fountain pens over at Pen Chalet for you. Yes. Too. So I haven't tested those yet, but they've gotten good reviews on, you know, Joe at um, uh, Gentleman Stationers reviewed them. Anna, I believe, has reviewed them at the well-appointed desk. I think both of their reviews were very positive. I have not tried them out yet because I the Abalone one, which is not on for sale, I, I forget the name of it. These mm-hmm. look much better. These look more my style than the, the first one that I saw getting reviewed was. And then the story supply pricing of the notebooks and the notebook cover is outstanding. They're super fountain pen, fin, fountain pen friendly paper. Uh, I love those notebooks. And there's, if you scroll down a little bit more, there's some, there's some lamis on this page that you should definitely consider more than the, the black mm. safari. <laughs> I, I thought this was going to be one of those situations where I kill the pen that Ron has on sale. Remember at that time? That was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's not. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" Hopefully not again. You're so good. yeah, go You're check good. these out. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, go check it all out. There's amazing deals always over at Pen Chalet. And you can go to penchalet.com, check those out, click the podcast link at the top of the website, use the code PENADDICT. Thanks so much to Pen Chalet for their support of this show and Relay FM. One more Lamy mention, if I will. They changed their distributors last year. The pink one, the AL Star, is having some distribution issues. Some people are getting it much earlier than others. It's been kind of a cluster so far since Lamy switched over. There's out-of-stock items. Um, there's, you know, weird delays. Some people getting things, some people not. So I think they're still trying to figure things out. So hopefully this is they'll take this this time this year to sort all the issues out get it right for next year and do something cool again. So to put the Safari back on top, because you know, it's going to happen because Safari wins just not this year. (laughs) (laughs) You can't let go, right? mm -mm. I'm upset. (laughs) I'm upset. What I'm not upset about Mike Mm -hmm. is my boundary Prima backpack. I'm just confused. <laughs> I'm not upset yeah, about it at so, all. Like, we were talking about this, right? I think this was in the show. Was this in the show or were we talking about yeah, it afterwards? It was in, and you had it was a in the show originally, like a long time ago. Okay. But we were talking about but this last week off, after the we show. We were talking you about were saying it. You had a package coming and it was like yeah. a billion pounds it, in weight yeah. or something. It was, it was 18 pounds. When it showed up, it was only eight. So the, it had an extra one uh, on it. Go. But that's still, it's still open, make it that much better. So I, I've had, I've talked about this ever since I backed it, you know, on Twitter or in other places, not necessarily on the show, but so many people have asked me about this backpack that I thought I should at least mention it. I'm not going to do like a full review or anything on here. They wanted to know, you know, what it's like, was it worth it, that kind of stuff. Because this is a system, right? This is not a backpack. Like, this is like a whole packing system. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. So this is a Kickstarter project I backed last year and it got really big and they had, you know, your standard delays and distribution problems and all of the angst that goes with a big project that kind of blows out. And I just sat back and there was nothing that ever made me question anything other than, hey, it's just going longer. And I finally got it last week. And I don't think everyone's received theirs yet. There's all kinds of, like I said, distribution issues where different parts of the world are getting them at different times. But I got mine last week. I need an instruction manual for it. It looks I incredibly have... complex. Like I'm looking at through the, the, the page. <laughs> and like there's like this little magnet which hooks onto a thing for keys. There's bags mm-hmm. that go in bags and that go in bags. It looks really complicated. It's extraordinarily complicated. It is so over engineered. Yeah, I, I guess in a good way for them. Like, it, yeah, I mean, it looks like they fa- they had a bunch of really cool ideas and they wanted to just do all of them, which is why this product got spacked so much. I'm assuming. Yeah, they literally did everything. Like any idea they had, they put it in here. There's spots in this bag I'm not going to find for months. There's <laughs> There's spots in this bag that I don't know how to use. There's things I vehemently disagree with from a design perspective. But functionally and technically, it's magnificently well made. I don't know what the real retail price is. I paid $179 on Kickstarter. 
I haven't looked to see what these are selling for after. I would be shocked if they were under 250 I made the comment that I couldn't get this thing manufactured in the U.S. for what I paid for it. Absolutely no way. The hardware that they used on this is some of the hardware we've played around with for our bags and backpacks, just like the little uh, clasps and magnets and things like that um, are super expensive, even, you know, getting them you know, in the Asian market, you know, this, I don't even know which, where this was made, but it was definitely made overseas. Um, but technically it's extraordinary. Like it is so well made. And I, I want to just throw a thing in here. Cause I know you're not saying this, but I just want to make it clear. Like you mentioned, you wouldn't be able to get it made in the U S for the price. Like it's not a problem mm-hmm. that it's made overseas. No. Right, but it's God, just no. you decide I wouldn't have to make it if it was. Yeah, like you decide to make your stuff in the US. So, like, your point is if you wanted to stick to what you guys want to do, you wouldn't yeah, yeah, be yeah. able to do it. It's not that, like, I mean, I, I always just feel like I feel like I have to sometimes people just get really up in arms about made in America, right? We've spoken about this a bunch oh, of times. Yeah. Like, yeah, it yeah. does not denote quality of a product if it's made in America or not. Like, there right, are great right. makers all over the world, and it just differs on price. Like I, I always just feel like it's worth mentioning that now and again because like people are just like, oh, it must be made in. No, it doesn't have to be made. Oh in America. no, no, could, no, no. Like, what if you, you know, like your standards are like, what if you made it in Germany? Like, is that a problem? You know, like, <laughs> you know. So yeah, I just wanted to just just throw that out there. Oh yeah, no, I'm totally for made anywhere. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I, I mean, I wouldn't have bought it if I, you know, didn't. If that was something mm-hmm. on my radar, I just want a good product. And this is a freaking outstanding product. I just don't know how to use it. I don't know if I can use it. It's crazy yeah. heavy. Like it's super heavy duty canvas. It's got back padding. Um, it's got waist belts. It's got the biggest problem I have is it's kind of too hard to use, right? It's yeah. not it's which I understood going into it. It's like I have to buy this bag to see what they're gonna do with it. Like I just have to. Like the price is too good for if what they're saying they're gonna do, it if they can actually pull this off for this price, I want it. Just because I wanna see it as someone who makes things. And they did. They I mean the construct I wish this was like a video podcast or something where i could just show everyone like i'm pulling oh, this no. velcro thing Don't say stuff out like of that. the pocket <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> but i just i just pulled this velcro thing out of this pouch that uh-huh. lives in the bottom of the bag i have no clue what this is for <laughs> like literally no clue like there's a whole bag that it's a bag and a bag thing but it, that's the part that i don't like is the bag and the bag i took that out to actually use the use the bag yesterday but so let me see if I can wrap this up in some kind of nice, neat package. It's an amazing feat of engineering and manufacturing. Everything about this bag is perfect. Like, their factory, their design is perfect. Their factory nailed the manufacturing of it. I don't know that I can use it. So, like, I can be super ecstatic about what they made at the same time, it could be non-functional for me. And that's kind of where it is. It's going to be too heavy. Like, I could use this bag to travel to L.A., but if I did that, I wouldn't want it to be the bag that I walked around L.A. with. It would be too heavy. I think as a commuter, I think you would end up finding this bag too heavy. Like, if you had an hour commute, like you lived in the city, 
and you walk to the train and then you rode the train and then you walk to your office and then you return tripped it, I think this bag would be too heavy for you. I'm trying to figure out the perfect use case for this bag and that's where I'm failing with its design. So, you know, but at the same time, I'm in awe of it, right? I just keep fidgeting with it because the things that they did are amazing. I don't know how they put this together. So I'm going to keep talking about it. I don't, but I, it's funny. I don't know that I can use it. Like I, I got to figure this thing out. So if anyone has any boundary prima questions, I got lots of emails, lots of tweets about it. Send them to me. Um, I, I'll be glad to answer them as I play around with it more. I'm just, I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep it, you know, because it may not work for me. It looks amazing. It really looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, because it, it just looks like a nice bag, but it's got all these wild features. I think it's very mm-hmm. impressive. Yeah. So, the, honestly, if the bag, the small bag inside the large compartment of the main bag was not there, I would be a lot happier with it. But you can take it out, which I did, but now I have this extra thing I don't know what to do with. It's just weird. Anyway, I should stop talking about this now and talk about something I did buy and can use. Okay. Yeah, so maybe I'll do an Instagram live about this bag. I don't know. It'd be hard you to get it all should. on the screen. You should. It's giant. It's as big as my torso, and I'm not a small man, Mike. I don't know if I can get this on the screen and, and you'd be able to see it. So mm. we'll see. We'll see. But let's 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 talk about a project that I have backed and will use. Did you see these, Mike, the elemental notebooks on Kickstarter? I, I saw them because you tweeted about them. <laughs> they're pretty rad i like i like these styles you know it's okay it's generally a basic notebook right it's a hardcover a5 ish size notebook i don't know if it's true a5 i i just i just slammed buy buttons and you know okay give me two of them mm-hmm. <laughs> without reading the specs it looks like it's a5 but you know i read through the whole project the style of the notebooks is cool the artwork is cool the minimal look of them is cool the story is cool about the elements you know science-based notebooks i did kind of roll my eyes at the stretch goal levels and then lo and behold they sent an email today we lowered the stretch goal levels yeah they were a bit wild like they went huge that it's it was unreasonable like it was i it's like i don't know what projects you followed before to think that these are achievable but it's probably not gonna happen so they were like the levels were like 20 grand 30 grand 40 grand like it was like oh no they were more oh really no those are the new levels oh they were like one of them was like 125 grand for one of the colors it's just too much it's it's just just, just the color like right right you know yeah so (laughs) (laughs) but they've corrected them they've lowered them they're still pretty high they'll probably hit a few of them hey maybe they'll hit them all you know it's a really cool project i think it's going to real i think it's going to do well it's obviously it's just made its goal like in the past day or two i think to make its goal yeah so it's twenty thousand of a fifteen thousand dollar goal so they're made their goal and the stretch goal requirements have changed but it's like i backed for two notebooks i'm just gonna get whatever you know, things they, whatever levels they get to, you know, it's like, you don't know what levels they're going to get to. I could end up with two black notebooks, you know, but they, so 25,000 is the next level and then 35 and then 45 
than 70, 90, and 120. That's the new levels. <laughs> so we'll see. If this project gets to 40, I I mean, that's probably about where it's headed, I think, at the most, 35 to 40. So mm-hmm. if you get to 35, you'll get three color choices. That's cool by me. You know, I think it'll get there. It looks like a great notebook. I like the um I like the overall design of them. They're nice and simple. Mm-hmm. I like the little element stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't really understand the uh colors on the right hand side, but it looks nice. Yeah, I'm gonna go with it's sciencey. Yeah. In a way that I don't fully understand. But I know <laughs> yeah, there's me a neither. reason to it. It's sciencey and it looks cool. Like I'm super cool. You know? Yeah. And I'm pleased Whatever. that they brought their stretch stretch calls down. That's good. Yes. Yeah. So now we'll have more choice. All right. We've had a long show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hit one as TPA. Okay. If that's okay with you. Yeah. Because I need, I need the listener's help, Mike. So I overloaded the as TPA section this mm-hmm. week because I had so many good questions. But I'm going to take one. And it's from our we'll, friend. We'll Toffer. save the others. We'll save the others. They're not. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We'll no, save. these are these will just roll into next week because they're all good questions. But I want to hit this one from Toffer because it's a great question. I do not have an answer for, so I want to get the listeners' help. So, as Toffer does, he refers to himself in the mail. This is Toffer, and I come to you with a mission: write a blog post or make a podcast episode about how to store and archive old journals. Most people will only have space in a garage, attic, basement, or storage unit, so solutions should account for temperature fluctuations. Yes, this is a problem I'm having. I have done some Googling, and I see nothing definitive. I love it too, like I have everything digital, but I have so many notebooks taking up too much space, and I think putting them in a plastic tub in the attic might not be a good idea. So... I replied to him. I was like, I love this question. I don't have an answer, but I think it's worth exploring. And I want to know if listeners do anything to protect the, I guess, the archival nature of a notebook that they have used and want to keep and want to pass down from generation to generation. Are you doing anything special to account for climate are you doing anything special to count for air? You know, what things are you doing that are out of the throwing them in a bin and sticking them in an attic, which is probably what a lot of us do, or throw them in a bin, stick them in a closet? You know, are you managing the temperature? Are you worrying about the climate? Are you airtight sealing these things? You know, do not open until 2050, you know, and vacuum seal them and, you know, put them in a put them in a sealed chamber, hyperbaric chamber. You know, what are you doing that's above the basics? And hit me on Twitter, send me an email, hello at penaddict.com, because I want to know. Um, because I think it's an interesting question that a lot of us could probably get some benefit from because we write a lot and we store things. I have stacks of notebooks that I've used and... They sit in my closet, and that's fine. Like, they're fine for now. They're in a climate-controlled room. They're not stored in a box or anything, but they're sitting there. Temperature's not fluctuating too much. You know, it's not too humid. But is that going to last 50 years? 
you know, or the properties of the paper and the ink going to change, you know, should you use pencil and a stone tablet if you <laughs> want your things to last forever? I, I don't know. So hit us up with those answers and we will explore them in a future episode, Mike. So uh, I, I like this question a lot. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, I'm interested to see what people come up with that doesn't cost a billion dollars. Mm. Well, some of us are billionaires, Mike. We can get uh, Elon Musk involved in our project to to seal and store our notebooks forever. Um, and he can send them know. off to the moon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or to Mars I mean, I, or like I mean, to an asteroid or something. Anyway. I mean, you have a line to Elon, right? I mean, we do a space mm. podcast on the network, right? Yeah, so yeah, you can yeah. just they call know. him. They know him well. Okay. 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 So we've got this covered. So yeah, give give Elon some ideas and we'll see what we can do. All right. I can do that. If you want to catch our show notes for this week, head on over to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 295. Wow. We're getting up there, buddy. Woo. Approaching that 300, barreling in. Uh, if you want to find Brad online, penaddict.com, knock.co, penaddict on Instagram, dowdyism on Twitter. I am iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. Thanks so much to Squarespace, Pen Chalet, and Bombfell for checking out and supporting the show. We appreciate that. Uh, and also, don't forget, stationary.wiki. It's a thing that exists. Go there, yeah. get information, fill it out. We live for the support. And also, talking about support... Thank you so much to everybody that backed our Kickstarter campaign. And if you're still about to, thank you, thank you, thank you. We love you. You're the best. Until next time, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad.